On this team, we fight for it. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, it's time for Maddie C's Sports for you and me. He gonna need all nine pounds, and that's on my mama. He gonna need all nine pounds. What do you predict is gonna happen tonight? I'm gonna win. That's my fight, Tom. You got knocked up. All right, people, Maddie C Sports for you and me. This is season three, episode one, with a big combatant in the boxing game. And he's a humble dude from Springfield, Massachusetts. And it's going to be a good interview right now because this is the first episode of this year. And you know it's going to be off the hook. So I welcome Jalen Renard. So middleweight class for boxer again out of Springfield. How you doing today? I'm doing good. It's an honor to be the the first the first guest of the new year. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. Um, I'm doing good. We're not what we're not middleweights no more. We went down. We're we're welterweight now. Oh, we welterweight now. Yeah, we oh, fight okay. 147. Well then, my mistake, man. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna talk about some ill shit so Caitlin last fight at CES boxing if you didn't see this you have to know go to this guy's TikTok go to Instagram you'll see the devastating knockout he put on against Jermaine McDonald at CES and what a good fight he had so tell me tell me what went through your mind and what was going on and tell me about how DMX was a big part of that fight <laughs> um Honestly, I'm keeping a band. What was going through my mind when it first started was, goodness gracious, this dude is huge. Like, you see how big that boy was? He was he, he was a big boy when he fell, too. <laughs> but, I mean, once once the fight started and I gauged where the strength and the power was, I was just like, I. Right. He keeps looping and, di and dropping out right. Eventually, I'm going to catch him when I come over, over him right. So I just waited, lulled him to sleep. I kept going to the body. I faked to the body, so he dropped his hand, and I came right to the top. And boop, low-key, I learned that from Canelo. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, went over the top, and homie felt like a thing of bricks, you know what I mean? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. He was a good fighter, though, you know what I mean? Big and strong, mm -hmm. 30. Yeah, he he um, he um was kind of pitter-patting with you, trying to – from what I saw where I was, it, it seemed like he was trying to like figure you out for way too long. And then you started going with your route. And, you know, once you went to that punch itself, it was like a quick little, like you said, a quick bop. And he was just on the floor and like, there was no coming back from it. And I look from where my angle was, he, you could see the eye roll and just like, just out. And it was a it was a really good fight, and that that um, that fight card was like stacked. It was you, 
Orta, uh, Kendrick Ball, um, and um, just a bunch of people. Ortiz had a good that, one. Cruz was on there too, doing Cru- damage. Cruz was a good one. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was. I think he was the most flamboyant of the bunch. Like he, you could tell he was there. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, a little showman, yo. Yeah, I mean, like, but Nate Martinez you, also had a great fight. Yeah, and Shelly Shelly had a good fight that night. She she did well. Um, what was the other girl's name? Um, it was also um, Stevie Jane Coleman. Yeah, she had a good fight too. I liked her composure in that fight. Like she just she didn't go crazy, but like she was comfortable. She you could tell she was well rounded. And you know, with with you, you were kind of just like you know, you were hyping the crowd up. And when me and you were discussing this, the other, um, when we were there, you were telling me about, like, I was asking you about the DMX stuff. And then I was asking you when you went to your corner and were hyping up the crowd and you were like, I wasn't even tired. I, I wasn't tired whatsoever. I was chilling. I, I had such a great camp for that fight that like, honestly, I did the dance for my opponent to let him know like, bro, come on. I got mad rounds in me. I'm not tired. I got energy. I'm having fun. There's nothing panicking about me. Like, we still got another three rounds to go after this. Like, I'm about to whoop your ass. And <laughs> it just turned out that he didn't have no more in the tank. I caught him with what I caught him with. Um, I didn't I didn't realize how how big like the punch was until like I seen the replay. Like he got hit really hard. He and like, his head bounced off the mat. Like that was, was a really bad knockout. I'm happy they stopped it and didn't let it go. They they um the ref did the right thing. Know what I mean? When you once your head bounced off the mat like that, anything could happen. So I'm right. happy they yeah. fighting. He was good. Even his arms, like he was trying to get up. His arms were rubbery. You know what I mean? I, I can know, only but... imagine what like been like. So good stoppage by the referee. Respect. Yeah, and you know that that's sometimes a really bad thing in its own because you know I'm sure you've seen even on ESPN. I've seen it. You know seeing you know top ranked boxing i mean you see that you know we a couple of years ago we saw a death in 2019 right on tv and that was on yeah. that was at washington dc the guy his corner stopped at i believe it was round 12 and he was he was like you know he was so like still with it you know what i mean like he still had that like boxing mentality like let me go let me go has a brain hemorrhage and dies like you don't know what this sport and it's scary see and and that's the thing when it comes to when it comes to fighters like we we going out on our shield we not we're not gonna do nothing crazy now everyone is different I, I i feel like i'm a smart fighter i'm one of them fighters i'm i'm dipped down i'm here because i feel like i feel like i got power so i feel like i always have a chance to win to win the fight so i'm not i'm never one to like tuck my tails and leave but in all honesty if there's nothing i can do and there's nothing that can be done besides me take more damage i would hope my corner would save me from myself because i'm i'm going back out there you know what i mean mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to this boxing there's a lot more stuff than just just like brains you people their eyes get messed up they lose their sight they noses get all messed up. They jaw, you know what I mean? My jaw still feel funny when I eat steak. You know what I mean? It's never even been broken. So, like, imagine, like, someone's jaw that's been broken that kept going with it. So, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that goes in with it. So, it's just, like, you got to have a good corner to make sure, like, they're not going to let nothing happen to you. 
you know what I mean? So I got a, I got a great corner and they and they they love me. You know what I mean? I got my dad in my corner, Hector Rosario and Paul Seashon. They gotta make sure that I'm on point at all times. And if they and if they and they're gonna they're gonna do the hard choice if, if they gotta stop a fight, whether I, whether I I believe it or not, like whether I agree with it or not, they're gonna do what they what they feel is right, and that's all you can ask. Yeah, and I see that's a you know there's a reason you're seven seven and zero for a reason. You have a you have a great strategy, like you're, you're quick with your feet. It doesn't you don't you don't stand there for long, and I saw that you don't you don't stand in a in a vulnerable position. I've seen guys that were at the event, and I've seen it on everywhere. Everybody's a critic, you know. I'm a I'm a critic of my own. Like I, I like different fighters, and you know I've been posting about uh, Vasily Lomachenko. I mean. But Tefimo Lopez, that was people don't realize he was an underrated fighter in that fight. He was a he was a he wasn't a favorite in that fight, and he took him to so many rounds that you know a lot of people agree. I agreed by the sixth round, Lomachenko started turning it on, but it was too late. You know, Lo, Lopez became that person. I I'm, I don't agree with his dad's style of promoting his son, but. You know, he he's a he he's a great fighter. He doesn't have to talk, you know, like and that's what I respect about this game. You know, like after the fight, I messaged Kendrick's dad, senior and nothing but respect for his dad. His dad is one of the like he was one of the nicest people. And he said, we would have you on your show. I've had Kendrick on my show before. And I love Kendrick. I, my homie. I, was, I was just chilling with him. He, he is one of the nicest kids ever, like. He was one of the most like relaxed kids and he was just answering questions. And he pretty, he pretty much told me after, like, I'm, I'm not a really an interview kind of person, you know, like, cause he's very quiet. I had to know yeah, what he, Peppa, oh, I, I, like to fight. I needed to know what Peppa was, was, uh, was after. Like, cause I didn't know what Pepper what, what Peppa meant. So he told me what it was. Now I know the secret. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you 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 yourself have has fought in. You don't fight in little little places. I mean, you fought at Mass Mutual. You fa- you fought at MGM. You fought at you know the convention center in Hartford. You fought in in good places. You haven't fought in a small venue. I mean, well. Before I signed with CES, my first like two fights I fought um in smaller venues. And then um my third fight I signed with CES and after that, whoop, and nothing but nice venues and, and good good places to fight. But I mean, at the end of the day, a ring is a ring is a ring and a win mm-hmm. is a win. I don't care if I'm fighting in front of thousands of people or if I'm fighting in front of three people. If I sign the contract, he signed the contract, and my records on the line, yo, I'm not, I'm not placed, I'm not, I'm not leaving. My O's not staying there. My O's coming home with me. You know what I mean? So it don't even matter. I'm a fighter. Like we signed a contract. I'm coming in to take your head off. Everything I can muster coming out of my body to send you on your destruction until the last bell. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, like I said, your your game is so fast paced. Like I didn't see you. Like you said, you weren't tired, but like your quickness was just there. Like that last fight, you against McDonald, you were just there. Like you were focused, laser, and just kept going. And then like you caught him with that. It looked like a jab from my angle. So I was like, damn, he's got some power in that. Like he got some power in that shit. 
and you knock him right down and he, he just never returned back up, you know, like he had, he had those wobbles, you know, like you said. So uh, I'm still trying to figure out what punch it was. I'm pretty sure it was, I know it was the overhand right that like caused the initial damage, but it kind of looked like I came back with a hook to, to like, to drop him. I'm not positive if I did. It might like, if, to me, it looks like I was coming with the hook, mm-hmm. but dude was already falling. So I brought the hook, like I just brought it down. But in the, in the, in the middle of the thing, I, I don't know. I got to watch. I got to watch the fight from a good angle. I haven't seen it like all the way yet. Yeah. But, um, and definitely the overhand. Yeah. And it was, it was a good thing to see. And I was like, I got to get him on the show. So lucky I caught you at the last second. <laughs> So, I mean, there was another question that I've been wondering for a while. I talked to a couple other boxes, but with the, with the judges in different, in different states and stuff, they're getting, there's a little controversy with their, with their judging, like points are way off and um, it's not looking good for the judges around the States. You know, the commissions aren't doing their job by watching these judges. Like they're doing unbelievably crazy scores like 45 48 and like it then it's a close fight like what do you what do you think of the like judges going on right now i mean i'm gonna be honest when it comes to judging i've, I've had my fair share not in the pros but in the amateurs of decisions that i didn't i don't agree with and if you don't you gotta you gotta make it to a point where it's not in their hands where even if it goes to their hands, there's no way they can rob you because you just beat the holy hell out this boy. There's not, there's not one round they could even kind of sort of give them. Like the way the way we train is, we want to beat you 10-8. Even if we're not beating you 10-8, if we're not beating you 10-6 or whatever, that's how we want to beat you. And we got to have that mentality every round. Every round you fight, you lost that round. You lost that round. You lost that round. I could have dropped him three or four times. I lost that round. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you that's never a, that's you a good point. Stay comfortable. Yeah, and that's a I've always heard that expression. Do not let it go to the judges. Don't let it go to decision. <laughs> but it's hard to do when you're in the ring and you're in the moment. You know, you can't just be like, all right, I'm gonna knock this guy out right now. It's not that simple. And some people don't see that it's it's hard to knock somebody down. It's hard to make it a um like a, I wouldn't say a, a party or nothing like may like Floyd Mayweather, he goes for points and stuff and they get mad. Like Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather was supposed to be this big thing. Like it was just going to be a bloodbath and it wasn't. So people were angry, but it's like, you got, if you're, if you truly like that, boxing, you sorry. I thought that fight was beautiful. I, it was one of my favorite fights. Mayweather looked perfect. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. I'm a, like, I'm a boxing curious. I love to watch a boxer do his thing. I love the hit and not get hit. Maybe miss, maybe miss, maybe miss. Now I'm over here. Here's a hook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that aspect of boxing. I'm not like, I don't, don't get me wrong. Like I love an action packed fight, but I'll sit there and I watch, I watch a master do his, do his thing. You know what I mean? So none of those, that's not a letdown fight for me. That's, that's exciting. And that's, that's beautiful. That's what, that's what you should aspire to want to do. You should want to go 12 rounds and not get hit. But land at any oh, punch yeah. you want to land. Oh yeah, and you you want to have that. You don't want to have like the cut on your eye that's going to be there forever. 
you don't want to, you know, have a, a certain injury like concussion wise or anything like that. That's what's smart about Mayweather. Like he's never been knocked that hard. And, you know, like I said, I'll keep going back to it. Like Pacquiao and Mayweather was a great fight. Like you said, it just, everybody wants this big bloodbath. It's not like that. And in boxing should never be like that. I mean, they're fun at times, but you're not the one in the ring who's getting the blood and the shit kicked out of you sometimes. And people don't realize that. Yeah, that's what people don't understand. It's like, and I don't even want to disrespect the other sport when I say this because I, those guys are are beasts and they're monsters, and I and I got the utmost most respect for them. But it's this is boxing, this is prize fighting. Then you have ultimate fighting. That's a bloodbath. Them dudes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We'll see mm-hmm. crazy. At the end of the day, this is still a sport. That's prize fighting. You know what I mean? So with all that being said, all that blood and guts, nah, you have to, you have to be more bing bing with it. And it's and it's no disrespect to MMA because you still gotta be smart and 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 methodical and all that over there. But at the same time, if you can get over a certain aspect, you your blood and guts will bring you far in there. Where in boxing, blood and guts is only gonna get you. Blood and guts is only gonna get you blood and guts. You know what I mean? Like it's only gonna get mm-hmm. you to a certain. You still have to fucking step. You can't just be throwing punches. It won't work. You have mm-hmm. you have to sit down, figure out a game plan, figure out how you're breaking this man down, and do it methodical. If you, if you and if you and if you really think about it, even the guys in MMA, the guys that are at the top, they don't just wing punches like idiots. They break you down methodically. And disgustingly, from hands, feet to the ground to jujitsu, all this—they break you down methodical to where there's nothing you can do. That's what Mayweather be doing. He just does it with his hands. He walks you down and breaks you down methodically, dip and diving, takes your confidence away from you to the point where you don't even want to throw no more. You're just in the fetal position. He's bing, bang, bing. Crawford does the same thing. Earl Spence does the same thing. You know what I mean? They methodically yep. break mm-hmm. you to where there's nothing you can do anymore. They take your will, your heart, and they take your sh- strength like you feel like you're throwing like a punk now because like you're so nervous like oh my god i'm getting my ass whooped boom and there you go go to sleep and and you know like it's it's not like the other sport boxing is a whole different realm you know you got the wbo champion the ring champion the ibf wbc wba it goes on and on like there it's it's really really hard to carry that many belts be a unified champion it, it's like almost near impossible but guys have done it and they've done it with a lot of skill you know um and in your division um it's very hard and almost every division it's hard but you you got some you got some natural born killers in that that division right there man it's it's crazy yeah, nah, we got I got some beasts in my division, but I got a lot of weight bullies in my division as well. If you if if you watch if you watch what a lot of guys are doing, most of the guys that are fighting once are now walking around at like 180. And but, that's ridiculous. And that's the thing, like the a lot of belts are vacant right now because you know it keeps one person has it, one doesn't. One person has it, one doesn't. So, like I said, there's also Ring Magazine, WBC, 
IBF, you know, like people don't understand. It takes and a lot to earn your money too. in the game. Say that again. And there's all the little bucks too. You got the silver, you got the NBC, the US NBC, the gold, you know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. but there's a whole bunch of them little ones. And, and then and then you see these guys, they be on top rank, and you're like, you know, it's it's hard to really you're like it, it's hard for me to see like you got a guy who's 12 and 0 and he's getting he's he's already getting a top rank contract with ESPN or a guy you know not, no disrespect towards Muhammad Ali's grandson or anything but he fought two fights on top rank he won both but he's only had two professional fights so it's like i mean do do some like to a person like you is that kind of like not a disrespect thing but kind of like well, shit, I have this many wins. Like, should I, like, should I be like in that same, same aspect? I look at it like, I look at it like this. I don't, I don't find that his respect. He's making the money he's making and got signed by who he got signed with. Not only by his own hard work, you know what I mean? Cause he did, he did some work in the amateurs. I'm not like familiar with him all around, you know what I mean? But I know he, mm -hmm. he had his amateur, match. but that's all these grandsons. Yeah, right. He get hit. Of course, that's the greatest of all time. Last name. He's a he. He makes money, so he's oh, gonna yes. get that sign. He's gonna print money. You know what I mean? He his family has has earned that for him. Now, what he does with it is is up to him. Is he gonna be the next fucking Ali, or is he gonna tank down? You never know. You know what right. I mean? But yeah, he his family. Earned that his last name earned him that. And the same, even when it comes to like the the Jake Pauls, I'm not mad at them guys. They're smart. Really, I was just about to ask you that. That's that's, that's what it's about. Well, because you and you have to think of it like this. I'm, and I'm gonna be honest with everyone. They don't have any amateur fights. They have no, no amateur fights. So when you when you think of it like that, when you first turn pro, who does who, who do most people fight? They fight. MMA fighters from around the way, guys that are bums, you know what I mean? And these are guys that got 180 amateur fights. They that's how they move. You know what I mean? The matter of fact, the first guy I fought, I think he was like a kickboxing fighter or some shit. And he also did boxing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whatever. They got used to it. They got used to it. Now he's he's about to fight um Fury. After how many fights he got? Like four or five fights. Um, right. Is it four? Uh, I think it's five. Five. I'll have yeah, to check back five, on it. He got five. Now he's stepping up. He's doing what he's supposed to do. I would have. I would have stepped up with someone maybe a little farther down the card than who he's stepping up with. But he got some balls. He's stepping up with someone that's actually can can fight, and he was up on an upper card along with him. I got respect for him. Look at. I mean. I don't got Logan Paul. I mean, he over here fought Mayweather. He's 50 pounds bigger, man. That was stupid. I don't really got respect for that. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I respect what Jake is doing, and he's making money. He got a big mouth. You know what I mean? He's mm -hmm. talking a lot of smack, but he's training. He's getting better. He's doing what he's supposed to do. At the end of the day, it's all about how, how we can create revenue. He's creating his revenue. He, he got it on and popping. He's doing what he's supposed to do. There's no reason to hate on it. Now, I do say... If you are gonna do that and you're gonna jump the line, you should help out the fight, help out the fighters that are down low and maybe like 
do some research and be like, all right, well, he's not signed by no one big. And he's not signed by no one big. Let's put them together and give them a good payday. Boom, 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 boom. He's coming up. He's coming up. Like, you know what I mean? Make your card dope. Don't like he he puts a whole bunch of whack people on his cards, and then he'll have like a good like one good one or two good matches, or he'll put a whole bunch of big stars on his card instead of putting Badu Jack on his card. Put little B Hop on the card. You know what I mean? Instead, yeah. instead of putting um one of one of them YouTube dudes that he put on the card, put me on the card and let me fight someone else that's seven and zero from like Vegas. You know what I mean? That's not it's not getting no revenue. Help people out. If he want people to stop shit, like stop saying he a punky that, that's what he should do. Then boxing's gonna love him. Then they're gonna push him up. Then he can go do what he wanna do. He can go fight Canelo. We won't even be mad because why? You help him build the sport. Don't just come and take shit from the sport that you ain't really, you're just starting to put work in. There's, there's dudes been putting work in. Like I've been training since I was like 15, 14. I've been mm-hmm. putting work in for a lot of years. You kind of popped in. I'm not saying like, oh, boom, boom, but you did just cut the line. And there is a lot more people that are a lot more talented than you. And you're not letting them do their thing. You don't got to let anyone do anything at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But right. it's better than you just jumping in and stealing money and then having, because I'm not trying to disrespect him. He has trash fights. You know what I mean? They'd be in the main events and it's, and they should be the first fight on the card. So Absolutely. if you're going to have your skills aren't up to par, let these kids let let them show their skills. Let them get some bread. Let them be good. Let them be nice. And do your thing. Then boxing's gonna love your ass. But he gonna he wanna be the bad guy. So he's gonna keep doing what he's doing. He's gonna chase that that check. And I can't be mad at him. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, that's the thing too, is that Mayweather during that whole Paul fight, he was fighting him, and like you said, he's way bigger and much more heavy. And he he uh Paul clinched him and Mayweather said, The fuck you doing? Like this let's put on a show. Like, don't be clinching me. So then it's then it stopped right there. You know, he he stopped what he was doing, like his little dancing around the ring, and you know, he because he was tired and gassed. And Mayweather was like, I'm not even bruised by this. And he comes back and doing anything. I'm not even hitting you hard. You outweigh me by 50 pounds. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And then in the interview, he's like, I just made an easy couple million, like not even like stacks and stacks. Like you just paid for his next, you just paid for his next continental flight with a jacuzzi in the back. <laughs> you just played for, you just paid for his next three matches. He made like 50 mil from that fight. They yeah, don't even be telling crazy. these guys making it because it's made with the promotions too. He came off. He came off. He get a, and he got a piece of Badu Jack's purse for that fight too. Whoever was fought on that, he came off. Mayweather, Mayweather stay coming off whenever these, whenever dudes be fighting or whenever he fights, he comes out with way more money than they tell us all the time. Mayweather is Mayweather is smart, and he's what a lot of people don't like. He's yeah. a boxing man. He's not. He's not all about throwing hands. He, you you know what I mean? He's smart. He's way Very. smarter than people think. Mm-hmm. I love that about him. Even though he like, they'd be like, "Oh, he can't read. He can't read." Sometimes he ain't got to read. He got someone that can read for him. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta read hundred dollar bills. I'd rather be reading that than being able to read. And then, you know, he, he, he <laughs> Well, I mean, he got you know um, when he's at his own fights, you know, like pre-fight parties and all that stuff. He's like got twenty thousand dollar watches. He's selling. He's got. 
cars. He's got everything. He's selling his brand at his own fights. And, you know, it's, it's crazy how that game works. And that's what boxers are hungry for. And boxers are also hungry to, you know, CES is a great organization. I've come to respect it a lot, especially with the Birchfields themselves. Um, you know, uh, how does it feel to be working with them? I love working with Jimmy on, and um, and um, Jimmy Jr. CES is lit. They always make sure that um, I'm comfortable. They always make sure I got I got good fights. They they um, they make sure I'm on the posters and everything. They're, they they lit to be around. I love the, the the family atmosphere, yo. After my 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 first fight with them, I fought Maceo Crowder. No one wanted to fight Maceo. I called them. I was like, I'll fight Maceo. He's kind of big. Whatever. I went. I fought Maceo. I looked great. After that, they was like, all right, kid. We want we want to sign you. So they signed me. I fought some big old African dude. And mind you. The African dude was from he 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 kept moving around so like I was hard to get a, like a spot where he was actually from, so finally like after the fight I realized like he told me like his real name where he's from he came over here and changed his name so if you Google his real name he's actually like the Guyana national champion and he was on their Olympic team like he's nasty but oh, if wow. you Google wow. on his on, on his like, like his license and everything like two or three videos will pop up so. Wow. <laughs> He was nasty. He was real good. He swindled us both. We got up there. We fought. We did our thing. We beat him. After that, Jimmy loves me. Love me. The most up respect me because it was like, ooh, the dude was good. And we were like, we were looking for a good fight, but we didn't realize he was as good, you know what I mean, as what he yeah. was until we got to the fight. And then I, I adjusted on the fly. Came through. I beat him down. I, I I went hard in the fourth round, and then I just kept building from there. And after that, Jimmy loves me. You feel me? He loves he loves me. My girl hard towel. You know what I mean? Our teamwork. Matter of fact, plug merch. You know what I mean? She makes all my merch for me. The headbands, the water bottles, the plates, the um, the cutting boards. She all that, and it's I I rock it for inspired. you absolutely. Uh, I'll send you one. I got you. Right. Text me your size. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you know, in your division, there's so much openings to bring you out. And now it, it, what's your plan after this? I mean, with CES, you're going to probably stay around for a while. I mean, is there any, I mean, there's huge promotions around the area. But is this one you want to stick with until you rise up? Because, I mean, I feel like they ha they bring players like you and Kendrick and everybody. They give you guys, they're going to give you the chance to move up to a, to the high level. Not that it's not high now, but, I mean, like top rank style or, or pay-per-view fights, yeah, stuff like that. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a loyal guy. You know what I mean? As long as mm -hmm. CS does right by me, I'm rocking with them till the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? That's just... That's just how I am. If I don't got nothing, if I don't got nothing to complain about, there's no reason for me to leave them. And um, they and CS seems very, very um willing to do business with me. Anything that I wanted to change in my contract, boop, got changed right away. So I don't see myself going anywhere. Jimmy's my man, you know what I mean. I like Mike, I like Parente, I like Marcus, um, and I like I like Jimmy Junior. I'm not going nowhere, you know what I mean. As long as everything stays, keeps going good, I, I'm loyal. They're my team, family right now. And I, I, um, 
so I went to the MMA one, the back-to-back first to meet you guys at CES. And I believe, I believe you were there. You were in East Longmeadow for the press conference. That's when like Carlos Candelario was there. Um, you, Kendrick, that was just when he won the belt, I think. Um, that first defense. Yes, that was the first offense. And, you know, like it, it was definitely a family atmosphere. And Jimmy Sr. got mad at me because I didn't eat. And I was like, I, am I like, I'm, a, I'm pressed. Am I supposed to eat? And I'm like. <laughs> he got mad at me, too. And I was like, Jimmy, I'm cutting away. I can't eat. <laughs> I, I, yeah, so I was at Jimmy Sr. And then, you know, uh, I got respect for the guy. He's old school. I know what it's like. And, you know, he. He likes to do his own thing on on fight night, like just let him do his thing. And then his his son just, you know, comes up, shakes your hand and all that stuff. And I talk to him. He's a great guy. Like Mike Parente, like you said, he welcomed me with open arms. And then, you know, he hooked me up for my press table, as you saw last fight. And I got to talk to you for a little bit. So, I mean, CES is a great organization and, you know, uh, um, Jimmy Senior worked with Vinny Pazienza, so it's like he's well he's well known with the with the boxing game, especially around here, like Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts. I just wish he would come up to Massachusetts; that'd be great. I mean, like on this side of the town, like Boston area, anything like that. But yeah, Murphy got Murphy's kind of got Boston locked up, but it would be dope to do a show in Boston. Yeah, um, Murphy does have some big stuff out here, and we got you know all the gyms out here, it's like, there's got to be a way to get all you guys connected cross promotion or something. That'd be, that, big, you know what? Big. That would be a great, that would be a, that's actually a great idea. Cause Murphy's do have some welterweights that I do have like in my radar that I'm definitely willing to fight. Cause I'm a fighter. I'm willing to, if you, if I don't call you family or bro, I'm willing to jump in the ring with you. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of welterweights, and then there's some middleweights. You know what I mean? Some junior middleweights I jump in there with, too. They got a couple people around here. I ain't got name no names. but <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, my – and another big thing I wanted to know is, like, it, you know, like, it, it was tough to see at the end, you know, at CES with, with what happened with Kendrick. I mean, you guys are boys and stuff. And, you know, that, that was a tough thing to see. And especially for, I was seeing it from the outside looking in when Mike guy came in and I was just like, what the hell's going on? Like this, a uh, smaller guy. And I thought like, it just, it was just one of those nights. I was like, Whoa, kind of like a shell shock like how did you you i mean did you watch that fight that night or were you already like gone by then yeah i um i watched all kendrick's fights that's 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 big bro right there um i was i was surprised i was i was i was like oh dang but kendrick a monster kendrick a warrior he got mm-hmm. the heart of a lion got the right hand of a gorilla he knows exactly what happened. You know what I mean? I was talking to him. He knows exactly what happened. He knows exactly what he got to do. And please believe he will be back very soon. And he will be back better, stronger than ever. That that did nothing but make that man hungry as hell. And when I tell you he's about to come back and feast, he's about to come back and feast, Joe. And um, I don't know if Ken, I don't know exactly what, when Ken's coming back, but I do know if Ken want that belt, 
he'll come over there and he'll snatch that shit right out of my guy's waist. You feel me? Via KO. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's me talking smack because that's, that's, that's big homie, you know what I mean? But like, he don't need to talk no smack. I do it for him. He'll be yeah. back and he gonna be better than ever and he gonna, and he gonna be knocking cats out the frame really soon. Really soon. And, and you know, we were talking, me and somebody else I, you know, interview with, we were talking about that, you know, talking about favoritism with different people and how you wouldn't make it. I was like, but you got to understand, like when you, when you meet somebody through an interview or like you've seen them fight too, like you need to understand, like there will be a little bit of favoritism, but you got to see it through the different eyes. Like, yeah, I saw Mike Gray. Yeah. I had to talk about it, but for Kendrick himself, like, yes, I'm going to support him before that guy. You know, like, it, and, you know, he's a, he's a good kid he, from Worcester and he's, his dad's a good guy. Like, and, you know, I, I sent him a message instead of Kendrick Jr. Like, cause I was like, I respect so much that you and your dad have this bond with this sport and you guys support each other. And, I, and I'm sure you have the same rapport with your dad too, being in your corner. It must be like an extra like oomph in your fights, you know? Yeah, my dad, my dad worked everyone. He was the chief second to everyone on my amateur fights. And then when we turned pro, he just felt that it was time to get someone else. He said, he, he's like, yo, I taught you everything I know. Now we got to go find someone that knows more than we know. <clears throat> so that's when we hooked up with Hector. But my dad, he he knows how to just, just wake me up. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do in the middle of a fight, He'll, 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 he'll get it out of me, you know what I mean? He'll, he'll make mm -hmm. me, he'll, he'll pick me off to where I'm now, I'm going to take it off on that guy. Or he'll, he'll let me know, like, oh, you got to be smooth with that. Or don't punch down. He just lets me know, yo, he let me know everything, yo. I love my mm -hmm. pops. That's, that's, that's the, that's, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to, he's not going to, um, what's the word for it? He's not going to um, play it, like, in a, in a small way, like, Oh, you're doing good, son. Like, nah, he's straight up like, listen, you need to get your shit together type of thing. Yeah. So, Jalen, for so two last questions for you. So, victory meal. What's your victory meal after your wins? What's your victory meal? I, well, it's not really a meal. It's more of a spread. Okay. So, my shorty ordered a... Um, a party size pizza, pepperoni and bacon with cheeseburger with cheeseburger on it. Then she made um panine and panadillas. She made mac macaroni and cheese. Oh, she that's made my shit, man. That's cookie. my shit. Yep. She made me a whole <laughs> bunch of baked cookies. I got um then I went and bought some um Jamaican oxtail and I got some Jamaican um some curvy goat and I got some fried chicken. And my I goodness like i feel like i'm missing something oh and i got a whole bunch of soda because when i train i don't i can't drink no soda like i got mad soda and i just went to town <laughs> that's funny man that's probably a better one than i've heard because i've heard all i want is some reese's pieces and like uh some some other shit like candy and stuff i'm like you don't want like a thanksgiving spread or like you know an italian meal yours yours is up there man you you gotta you're like on the top level right there after a victory hey, yo, I, yo, I eat bro i eat because when i'm training and i gotta cut weight 
I'm pretty oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty on like a straight straight salad diet. Like I don't I don't really eat too much meat and stuff. And if I do eat meat, it's like a little bit of cut up meat with my salad. You know what I mean? It's nothing nothing crazy. I get rid of most of my my sugars and all that stuff. So it's like I'll eat like I'll take like I'll eat a candy bar mm-hmm. for me. You know what I mean? Or like I'll go and get like a little bag of Skittles because those are my little cheat meals. So candy doesn't bother me. But it's like all the it's the food I want. That's what it's yeah, like. I, yeah. When I'm amateur, it was the food was easy because they would let me eat, and it was the candy that they would make it. They wouldn't let me eat. Now we switched it, so now it's like, damn, I really want some food. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go the Roberto Duran route and go drink, 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 eat, eat, eat. Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, I oh, I can't even. I don't even like drinking. Good for you, man. Good for I, I'm not a fan anymore. Yeah, me neither. It's just even the smell sometimes lets me be like, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go, yeah. In my final question to you, bro, is do you like what is there anybody you're gunning for? We don't have to tell the secret ones. Is there someone you might want to gun for? I mean, whoever got any piece that I'm little WBC, anything's in my weight class, WBC and NSFBC, the youth or whatever, you know what I mean? Shit. I feel, I feel if you give me, you give me enough time, I'm ready for anyone in the welterweight division and depending on who it is, I'm ready for you in the middleweight division. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm I hit hard enough. I'm tall enough. I'm long enough to, to bang out with both divisions. So I'm going to keep jumping. I'm going to keep doing that. But, like, when it comes to, like, I don't really got a name. You know what I mean? Like, I want to fight you next. There's not there's not no one that I'm calling out. But if you got some kind of belt and 15, if you 15 and 0 or less, I'm ready. I'm ready for your ass. You know what I mean? I will roll my marrow's ass. You want to come up and wait. <laughs> Much respect, man. I appreciate that. That's so if anybody knows now, this is like the classifieds, the old stuff. And, you know, the things they used to call newspapers wanted ad looking for 15 with a belt <laughs> coming. Talk to Jalen. He's ready. He's ready. Somebody somebody open that thing and be ready to, to throw down. Yes, sir. I'm boxing's favorite boxer, baby. I'm ready to go. As long as the check makes sense, yo, we down to bang out with anyone. In New England and the world, like shit, we'll go. I'll go to Ireland to fight. I don't care. You know what I mean? I, I honestly feel like I'm one. I'm one of the best. I have an awkward, weird style, and I don't care. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> well, so tell them where we anybody can follow you at. You can follow you me on Instagram at Boxing's Favorite Boxer, all one word. You can follow me on TikTok. At boxing favorite boxer, all one word. Also, I just made my um Twitter. You can follow me at boxing favorite boxer, all one word. You know what I mean? I'm just, and hit me up for merch. I got a whole bunch of shirts, whole bunch of headbands. I got them in gold and white. I got them in black and white. I got them in black and gold. I got them in gray and black and I got them in gray and white. I got beanies, same colors. I got full track suits, same colors. I got um. I got female tracksuits, 
top bottoms, boxing favorite boobies, boxing favorite bodies, boxing favorite whatever, whatever you can think of. I got it. I'm selling underwear. Just let me know if you want it. Put boxing favorite boxer on it. <laughs> this man will hook you up, man. You'll be ready. Shit, you'll be ready for any occasion. Yes, sir. Have you looking fresh? Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'd definitely be wearing boxing shirts. I love it. That's some good shit. So check out Jalen and his stuff. Yo, you got to call that the triple threat of social media right there, man. That's a perfect name. Yo, you know what's funny? My dad hates that. Yes, you told me. Yes. They all, yo, all the older heads, they hate it. But all the all the kids that like I be around, all the, everyone, if you're my age or you're a kid or you're a little older, you think it's dope. But if you're like 45 or older, you hate my name. It makes no sense. It's so long. It's hashtags. Y'all got to understand. <laughs> yeah. It, and, you know, it's going to be like, you can't just have like the tank or, you know, the beast or the king. It's been used so many times. Word. When's the, when, who, when have you ever heard someone say, yo, I'm Boxing's favorite boxer? Nothing. I, the only thing that, I've heard, the only thing I've heard outside of, uh, what was it, uh, that was awkward. It wasn't awkward, but Holly Holm is the preacher's daughter. I've never heard that, you know? like yeah. Hers is dope, though. She really is the preacher's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like my sister told me, I'm not everyone's favorite boxer. I was like, how am I not your favorite boxer? She's like, you're not. I'm like, who's your favorite boxer then? She's like, Kendrick Ball. I was like, really? I like his trunks. <laughs> Yo, you had some pretty fly ones going on at the last fight. Yo, shout out to Andero. Yes, yo, she hooked me up. I love Andero. She, I didn't even, I just told her the color I wanted. And I didn't really tell her any anything else. I told her the color. And I don't know how this woman does this every time, but she got me exactly what I wanted. Even a sequence and everything, like exactly how I had it in my head is what she is what she gave me. Like, and Daryl, I got to do a plug for her. You need trunks? Yo, whole body, she do the whole body thing. She's fire. She got world champions wearing her thing. She's internationally known. And Daryl is a beast with trunks. I got to do one more plug. My girl... TT Sweet Shops, anything you need, she got it. Whether it's clothing or you need some lotion, she got everything you need. TT Sweet Shops. And this will all be the link in the bio when I throw it down. So you want to buy this stuff, you'll know where to find it. It'll be in my in my bio. So check all this stuff out. So. Jalen, I'd like to thank you for joining the show and happy new year when everybody sees this badass interview. So thank you for coming on and Springfield's finest over here. He's going for whoever he's going to knock a motherfucker out. I don't know who it is. And if you want to see, if you want to see the trunks or you want to see a knockdown, go to the TikTok, go to his page, go to my page. You'll see that knockdown a million times. Sorry, Yo, Jermaine. I'm, Sorry. I, I want to thank you for letting me on the show. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate being the first, the first interview of the new year. And, hey, if any of you boxing fans out there got any ideas, anyone y'all want me to fight, leave a comment. Let us know. Let us know. You never know. If we, so, if we pick who you 
you get a free ticket to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so season three, episode one, right here, Jalen Renard. Watch his shit. You'll know where he's going to be at some point, who he's fighting, and you may get a free ticket, as he just said, but it'll probably go to me because I'm his favorite person right now. <laughs> but, Jalen, thank you so much for joining the show, man. I appreciate it. Right, no problem, man. Thank you. All right. See you later. Thanks for watching Matty C Sports for you and me. Make sure to follow Matty Cameron on Twitter at MattCameron23. Or follow him on Instagram at MattyC23. Or subscribe to his YouTube channel, Matty C Sports, for you and me. Once again, thanks for watching.